When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What it is, welcome to Real Talk with your host, Tyrus. Allow myself to introduce myself because that's where we're at now. I mean, some places, uh, some podcasts get somebody to come in and be like, ladies and gentlemen, and cool stuff, but apparently uh, we don't have the budget for it, so I'll continue to. I think I do a good job of introducing myself, and speaking of introducing, uh, my guest today, my good friend, Deanne. 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 Hey. Dion. I got stuck. I was thinking about our movie we did together. Um, Dion, who is a jack of all trades, master of some, he's a two-time published author, correct? Correct, yeah. Uh, an actor, yep. a comedic actor and stuntman. He's got a broken collarbone to prove it yep. from the movie uh, Stand On It. Yep. And Stand On It too, which- Poker Run. Poker Run, which I did not make with do you, you. Do you have a cameo in that? I, I don't know. Do you get paid for cameos? I don't know. <laughs> well, ne- neither do I, so okay. I guess we'll have to check oh, it out I, when I'm it excited out. to see that. And, and then, of course- That's out the later in the year. You've made and blah, many of us have seen you on Cavuto. So yep, you've done your world. Yeah, you've done some uh, contributorships. You are a busy guy, and then your day job, your Clark Kent, so to speak, is you are the one of the top actually uh, sound guys in the business here at Fox News. You uh, make it possible for everyone to hear us. Not always a good thing, but. We're always clear. Yeah, I so. put the microphones on people and talk to them while I'm doing it. And then, well, you know, you know, you can simplify if you want to, but if, in terms of this podcast, yeah. I need it to sound really important. Yeah, yeah. There's other, there's like lawyers and doctors and shit in the other room, so I really need people to understand that not anyone can just put a microphone on someone. It's all about position, angling, yeah, sure. sound, decimals. Yeah. yeah, you gotta know where to put it, especially with you know if you're putting it on females, males, how to coordinate that, get at it. There's you a know. lot of what have yous. Yeah, I I equate it to like a. a Kind of like waiting tables, what I used to do in high school. I prefer if you equated to like dentistry. Dentistry. Again, think high level here. Yeah. Like, well, know? I mean it because you're doing like five different things at once. You need to be able to keep yourself centered and know what's going on. You need to know. So what- like a pilot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a pilot. A pilot. Yes. Yeah, I'm piloting through my layer. It's all about uplifting today on yeah. the podcast. So uh, even though we're friends, I'm going to treat you um, like a friend for this because That's we're talking awesome. about something <laughs> that has bonded us. And that's from, movies. From, from Jump Street, you and yeah. I. Yeah. We are movie buffs, buffs. I would say latchkey kids. Yeah. We watched a lot of movies instead of spent time with our parents, yeah. if that makes any and sense. And you were actually on my podcast, Saturday Night Movie Sleepovers. We, yes. The Saturday same movie, thing. Yeah, same we were thing. talking about now just growing up together. you're paying it forward. You and our, you, my mom and your mom were both nurses. We were like, oh, you know, so we had like a similar kind of upbringing yeah. where we just watched a lot of TV and then, you know. Terrified of shots and lots of TV. Yeah, exactly. So here's... The, Here's my here's the thing, and I'm like, oh, movies. This is actually kind of a, a serious question because before pandemic, and then that's what not to interrupt you, but that's what I went to film school. I went to film school and I graduated, and I wanted to. I still want to make movies, but I ended up in TV. 
right. which is a great job, but that's kind of my dream and goal, which you've helped me get the acting gig and stand out. No, 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 no. I didn't help you do anything. I yeah. opened the door. You got it. Well, like, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I never – you can never – you have to remember – people have to – you can open a door for someone in an introduction or say, hey, yeah. I think this guy would be great for an audition. But you still auditioned for it and got it, and you beat out some – some pretty decent guys for that role. Yeah, so, and we had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah so and that was because of our camaraderie, you right? Know, yeah, we, and um, but it's important that no one really gives you anything if you do. And when people say, "Well, I got you started," no, you gave them an introduction, but it's up to you. It's yeah. up to the individual to succeed, and we see that to where even sometimes I guess people can gift you one thing or two, but for longevity, it, it's on you. You sure. got to be able to produce every week, and and um, and acting isn't always about the best guy. Or gal being in front of the camera. So yeah, yeah. when you do get there, you make the best of it. And you definitely did that. So, oh, all right. So before the pandemic, I, I would say that you and I, one of the many texts between us would be, hey, did you go see this movie this week? Yeah, yeah. And it was a thing. You went to the movies. I go. I will go to movies by myself. Yeah. Like I just enjoy going to the movies. You know, uh, it's the only place I'll eat popcorn. Yeah, yeah exactly. I will a not eat popcorn in any other form. I don't care how conveniently microwaved. Yeah. Not interested. It's, 75% of it before the movie even begins. Always. You know. Always. Same thing with your drink. Yeah, and then you got to go to the bathroom as soon as the you know the credits start rolling. You know what's crazy is when I was a kid, they didn't have refills. Yeah. So you had to guard well, your drink with your life. Well, two gallon sodas either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, you bring a bucket. It's like a cement bucket of soda, like, you know, and then you're there, and then you got to go. And I, when I was little, I used to be able to hold it. Not just you that, because you, had, hours, to, you had to portion there. that drink out. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't go, because if your parents hear the slurp, that's yeah. your ass. You're not getting up yeah. in the movies to get another drink. Yeah. You know, so you had to really... You had to be, and one of the things that I used to do, and I'm sure everyone, I'm not, although when you're a kid, you think you invented it. Yeah. I thought I invented the licorice straw. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I would explain, <laughs> I would explain to my friends like, oh, let me show you how to do it. See, it's very complicated. You bite an end off each side, <laughs> then you put it in, and it's a straw. It's amazing. Yeah. And they're like. No one's ever thought of that before. No one's ever thought of that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and. Uh, it's amazing. You know, I can even remember saying I invented it. I, you know? I just felt bad growing up, like if my, my parents would take me and my friends out for an outing. And I mean, the money they would drop because you get there, you play uh, how much arcade games in the $5 lobby. Five dollars worth was yeah. my limit at the house. And it was like, you know, you're pumping quarters in and all that kind of stuff. All the classic games that were there. Then you'd hit the popcorn. It, this was before for me where you'd get actual food. It was either just like candies or popcorn or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Every once in a while they have like a pretzel week. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't right. get people now. You can get hot dogs. You can get a door. I mean, there's places where you can get uh, alcohol. You know, I've been to, amazing. That's awesome. You know, do you remember house. your first movie theater? Uh, the first one I went to, like the first one that was like, "This is my movie theater." Now, I remember mine. It was the Rainbow Movie Theater in Sunland Dunga. Now I've been to other movies before, yeah, but like this is where I got on a bike. I rode. Oh, you bought get, my you get, ticket. And then, so, what and, kind of was it? A multiplex or was it a single picture it had, house? It had two movie theaters in it. That that's kind of still old. But it was like the thing. Here was the thing, like. If you got there late, yeah. that was okay, yeah, because you could just sit through and the movie would automatically start over. Oh, so then you just—it's like a vaudeville. You go there, wait, watch it, rotation, yeah, I mean, leave but, where you where with you the came idea in. that you don't want to get caught. Now, what um was it first run or was it a kind of a place where they would get the stuff at the end of the summer? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, to my knowledge, yeah, I saw um, Empire Strikes Back there. So, so that's like eighty for people for if people don't know. Yeah, and uh, I just remember. So it had to be it had to be what was what, but I remember you would spend the whole day hanging out around the movie theaters to see different movies. Oh, it was amazing! And 
I used to just I'd go to the, see the movie I wanted to go, but I'd get there early and end up seeing another movie. Do you think of how like the younger people, like I sound like an old man now, like what they, well, they don't have like that is such an awesome, you know, you don't have the internet for spoilers. You know, when you go and you watch Empire Strikes Back and spoiler alert, he says, you know, I'm your father. You know, nobody knew except like maybe George Lucas, the director, and maybe like uh yeah, I guess the set. The yeah, casting, yeah, but. you know, because I think he even had an alternate. He didn't. He was going to say like something else, and right. then the last second, he's like, "I'm going to don't keep it under your hat, but this is what's going to happen." So, but it's like nowadays, you 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 learn about stuff in the trailer. Like I watched the trailer, like the yeah. new Bond movie. They're like, you know, say a great farewell. It's like I don't want to know that he's leaving yet. Yeah, let that's me true. know that yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah, you don't actually necessarily, you know, because that's how you knew if guys were lying or not about seeing movies. Yeah. Because they didn't have the information. Yeah. Now they can just go online and then BS that they've seen it, or worse, because trailers give away too much now. Yeah. And well, one of the things, the you, yeah, especially like with uh, and with like iTunes, when you hit a trailer, and when the trailer's over, you're like, I don't need to see the movie. Yeah. It's like, and it's like that is an art in itself, promotion, trailer editing, and all that. And it seems to me now it's like. Like when a couple years ago, the Midway movie came out with Dennis Quaid in it. They had to like say, based on true events. Like you're telling me people don't know right, yeah. <laughs> that, that that was actually like a well, battle of World War II? The sound over guy is, is important. You sure. You got to have voice over guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, yeah. to have the guy to, to bring you in. But Like the guy we grew up with, you know, it's a story. Yes. Yeah. What's his name? Um, I forget. He passed away. Famous, very famous voice. Did the Transformer stuff and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but that's all integral and i just feel like it's such that the experience is lost going to a video store going and walking around what are we going to rent tonight and going through this to pick out now it's just i find myself half the night like you have two hours to watch a movie before bed and then an hour in you're still searching through movies yes, you've never heard the of search and it's is brutal and you're like what the hell is this how many christian slater morgan freeman uh freaking you know it's took it it's, <laughs> took it. it's are taken there. place of the refrigerator check Yes. You no longer go to check the same stuff in the refrigerator eight times. Yeah. Because you're too busy checking iTunes eight times. You know, and like how many times can you go through new indie movie section? And it's like in some of the stuff <clears throat> like Netflix, they have these movies you've never heard of that are like, you know, five, ten years old with a whole slew of famous actors that you've heard of. And you're like, I've never heard. And the whole night you're like, this is so weird. There's movies that just come and go. Hold on to your steering wheels, folks. We'll be right back after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think there's too much content now out there. Movies, television. Uh, I don't know really about music per se because I listen to all old stuff. So I don't really listen to modern. Well, you to have modern. to because music, in my opinion, is pretty much dead. When you, I, I completely when agree. When you, like an actual songwriter. Yeah. Um, the only place where I think that music is still fresh and original is country music. Yeah. Because the songwriter still matters there. Now, Absolutely. especially, and for me, the rap game, Yeah, how did it get worse? Every We've seen everything get better. Well, I think but it's- But the content and the fact that true artists, true rappers don't get breaks. Yeah. They really don't. Well, that's uh, For years, I used to hear the underground scene. You got to listen to yeah. these, right? The underground tapes, this or that. And it's just sad because a lot of the new people coming out from the hip hop community are all very just- um, 
they all sound the same. It's all like to me, just pop music for the most part all has that same monotone beat dribble, and people are. It's like they're. Uh, it it doesn't even make sense. Like you saying the song well, it's writing the studio is dead. rappers. It's yeah. the studio singers. It's the it's the ones who look who, who when you listen to their music, it's literally a chorus among choruses and. They go for just the cheap stuff anymore. Like when I I, I got lucky. I, I my era I grew up. I had Ice Cube, Biggie yeah. Smalls, Tupac, Buster. That Rhymes, was me. Snoop Dogg, Snoop. all that. We had guys who were lyricists. Yeah. Who, who told stories. That's, that's my. That's, that's that is the, that my was thing. The difference. Yeah, old school hip hop for me. When I listen to the Beastie Boys, Biggie, Snoop, uh, uh, what's his name from. Um, from London, Slick Rick. Yeah, it's Slick like Rick. I, yep. it was the storytelling. I, I want to hear, you know, it was like it was like a cautionary tale. It was something messed up. By the end of it, it's like you know, it's a story. There's there was a, a reason for the season. Yeah. Now, it's literally dropped to the most basic of things you can do: getting a woman, or getting a do- guy, or having a whip or a car. Yeah, that's not impressive. Yeah, and, not getting, any- and bragging about getting somebody to do something for you in the bedroom. Not impressive, but but people but make it. songs and lives and careers on this whole thing. What I, is I don't your... know if it's careers because they always end up seems they're thirstier than bad and trying to do more, and they end up you know messing up or it's it's whatever they the the actual artist I think is under siege, which goes back to my f- first point with the movies. As a fan, there was an art to it. Yeah, it was it was an it was an outing. Yeah, to go to the movies was an outing when I was a kid. Yeah, you were gone for most of the day, and you know you packed a lunch and. You know, you couldn't always afford the popcorn and stuff, so you'd sneak your sandwich in there yeah. or whatever. Or your drink. Uh, or your drink, or, you know. Um, Candy. I remember New Coke when it came out was a problem because it was the big can. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't figure and out you how to You couldn't figure out the big it. can yeah. to put it in your pocket. And that's when you were too poor to complain about the way things taste. And like Tootsie Rolls were a penny. You go to the yeah, store, you buy load up. A, yeah. a, a can of Coke or Three Musketeers or whatever, and then you'd have whatever you can and get. It was there. like a big deal who sat next to you. Yeah, exactly. You or, or or you needed a, a space. Don't don't sit. Come on, yeah. there's a space in between. Yeah, guys in, yeah, that was the thing. Like, guys don't sit next to me. That was like, once high school came room. around, you needed you need some elbow room. room. Yeah, you, you know, because you couldn't sit. Well, what do you think? Of, I mean, this era, which I think that is certainly gone, and I don't know. I feel like maybe even the the movie going experience in the theater is gone because you know people can pay to watch it at home on your couch, and that's my thing. Like, has it is it gone? Because I think it's going to be kind of like Broadway, or it's going to be like a musical theater. Like, it's going to be something like a drive, and you go do because it's fun. But why? I used to say that. Like, why would you pay so much money? <clears throat> You go in there, you pay all this cash for this or that. You sit there, people on their phone telling people to shut up or whatever. Yeah. Or you can just sit in your underwear on your couch, drink what you want. And that's the other thing that I feel is kind of gone too is is as a filmmaker, when you make, say, a horror movie, you know, you used to have, be able to have a captive audience where the movie would start and people would stay there for the duration of the two hours, hour and a half, where now... How many times when you're watching it at home, you pause it, you stop it, you go to the bathroom, you rewind, yeah, you hear what somebody talk, yep. and you lose the momentum of what the filmmaker was wanted, that suspense, that tension or whatever, the action. We're killing the uh, how the movies are presented now because of our own stopping, our, our um, kind of uh, we, attention deficit disorders. You know what? I also think a lot of it, though, is is movies aren't being made the same anymore. No. They're just being spit out. No, it's a and, business. And it's literally for a certain audience. And right now the most profitable audience is in China. So movies That's are the, being catered to, yeah. to made for China. People don't realize now where Hollywood makes more money 
internationally, specifically in China, more than they really do domestically. So they know that if they can get that, I mean, China only lets a certain amount of movies in a year too. So they got to be able to get that golden ticket to get released because China has such a market of like, it's probably like us in the 70s or 80s. They have movie theaters and malls everywhere now. So if you can get your movie released in there, uh, that's a like a cash gold mine, you know? So that's hard now where you, you and I want to make a movie again, say, right. and we want to make a comedy, like we want to make a Smokey and the Bandit or whatever we like. How are we going to, we can get Clint Eastwood to be in it and then it's just going to come and go because the, Studios now are catering to those big affairs, the superhero, yeah, the big they just Marvel. Want explosions they just want that, yeah. and they want that cash grab, which is sad. The Be- art is kind of gone. Because I, during the pandemic, one of the things that, that bothered me was I couldn't go to movies. Because I like to go to the movies. It's and your typically, escape. It's like typically your, yeah. by myself, I'll go during the day and just kind of unwind yeah. and just kind of get away from it, turn the phone off and enjoy the movie. And then during the pandemic, they started having to where you could rent the movie at home. Yeah. And... For an ass load amount of money. It's like 19, yeah. 24.99 and 19.99. For 24 hours or something. For 24 like hours that. to have the movie. Yeah. And although, if you think about tickets and. It and does even, you go with somebody else or something. Yeah. yeah it gets food, pretty expensive. Yeah. So, so it does kind of work itself out. But I actually found myself enjoying it. And to the point now where the movies are open again, at least where, where I live in Mandeville, the movies are open. In Louisiana, yeah. And I'm so used to being having a, a choice. Certain movies I want to go see in the theater just out of some obligation where I got to see it in the theater. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's movies that I'm not really sure of that I'll just stream. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you always give me like, you know, a couple of those Nick Cage movies. There's always like tips yeah. you're like, hey, this movie just came out. Yeah, this pig. Is messed up. Phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. Phenomenal. You know? Good for him. Great movie. Yeah, and he's he's another guy that's just shooting stuff out. Uh, you know, every six months or every year, he's got a new movie out. He's got that other crazy one where it's like he's the ghosts. It's, and yeah, stuff. yeah, it's I like Mad Max that one out meets yet. like. Again, I haven't checked that one out. East. Pig yeah. was really done well. Yeah, and for whatever reason, he's not in with the Hollywood insiders, so he'll get zero credit. You know, there'll be no award nominations or anything yeah. like that for Nick. That's but, another that's another discussion about yeah. how they just they serendipitously just mark who they want as well, their golden child. Well, it depends on who woke ordains the most needy yeah. minority group that that year yeah. that has to be recognized in movies. You know, it's just instead of just just pick the best movie. I mean, look at Eastwood's ninety one and he's still pooping out movies once a year. And then yeah. these past couple he's actually directed and starred in. And you know, they've been okay movies. I'm a huge Eastwood fan. You yeah, know? I love everything he does. But it's like you know, it's like I can't picture myself at ninety one years old or ninety filming a movie like that, directing starring. But there's in no it. competition. You know, exactly. That's the other thing. And then this these movies come and go. And it's sad now because there's a great Tommy Lee Jones movie called uh, The Homesman. It was a Western. He directed oh, I saw that. Hillary it was Swank. It's crazy. It's about really like people don't think about when people were migrating west back then that people would go crazy and some of the craziness of what would be out there in the... The only thing I had a problem with yeah. is they kept calling Hillary plain and ugly. Oh, Hillary Swank. Yeah, and I just couldn't yeah. get behind I it. I know. I couldn't because everyone else was ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like... The frontiersman was beat up. Yeah, yep. Tommy Lee Jones looked Tommy Lee Jones looking. looked like hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, uh, "You're not. I'm not attracted to you." Yeah. And she's like, "What?" Like she had dudes over for dinner. Yeah. And she was trying and to find. She like was a, laying all the work down, like she could cook. She was looking to she get a man. Owns land. Yeah, yeah. She's looking for a husband Nobody to take care of. Yeah. And the dude's like, "Frankly, you're plain." Yeah. I was like, and it's sad. It's and Hillary the, Swank, yo. And, like, and the gist of the movie is that they were just some people would go crazy out there, and there's a couple women that go crazy, and they have to bring them back east to their families, and they're right. they're insane. So 
my point with this was that he, Tom Lee Jones, got the movie made, directed it, co-starred in it. Everybody in it was somebody famous, even the minor roles. The movie came out and made like $200,000 opening weekend. I mean, it bombed. And that's a movie that could be comparable to like an Unforgiven. Right, yeah. But it's just sad nowadays because, and then you see other movies that are great, that the marketing is just terrible, and the movie comes and goes. And you're like, that was a good movie if they had marketed it the correct way. But but My Little Pony, because it's plugged everywhere, will yeah. make a million dollars. With the bronies, all those yeah. guys that go after and you know and like My Little Pony, which is admirable. They like it because they like the world of it's like idyllic, a Frank Capra movie. I'm sorry, what did you say, brony? I said, yeah, you don't, you don't know what a brony is? No, forgive me. I, I don't know. Well... <laughs> This is this is opening a, oh, a our, closet our, door. Our producer, yeah, everybody's in the Kate in the, in the like studio, jumping is, up and down, going, "Yes, Brony, yeah, Brony." Yeah. So there's a couple documentaries on Netflix. There's okay, one called Brony, Brony, and there's another one. And what it is is dudes that are our age that have an affinity for that the new, lower twenty year oldish age. Yes, yeah, from, yes. from twenty to forty or fifty. They don't. Right. They don't. It has nothing to do with the original show in the '80s. This new show that's come out. They've. Wa- I guess they've watched it with their kids, or they've watched it, and they like the show for what it means and the values. Right, I'm going to stop right now. Just yeah. want to make sure I'm on the same page. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, I yeah, get yeah, confused. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Because I'm slow, drinking go coffee slow. and a coke at the same yeah. time. You're trying to wake up. <laughs> know, exactly. We're wow. talking about My Little Pony. We are. And there's bronies. Yeah, it's called bronies. Grown ass men. It's grown heterosexual men. Why is there sexuality necessary? I'm just because I'm just I'm laying it out for is, people who have am, any kind. What am of, I not seeing? And they're also um, they, there's nothing with the children. There's nothing like that. Okay. But they have these huge conventions in the other documentaries. The voice wait, actors. What do they do? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Why would you have conventions about? And, am I missing something? And is there a costume? Yeah, there's cosplay oh, as well. Oh, no. So, oh, no. and I'm blowing your mind with this, but this oh, is a whole no. subculture of people that, why did we get on We've this? just changed the name of this documentary to Brony. Brony. All right, the no, Brony. please explain. So, it's people who have this kind of, uh, it's, it's hard to, yeah, they, these dudes. It's guys who dress up like My Little Pony. Well, they don't necessarily dress up, but they buy a lot of the stuff and all that. They love it, and they love that they have particular ones. And then there's also... You know what comes with that? There's, there's. No, I don't. I don't want. To, <laughs> I have know. no idea. Anything anybody likes, there's kind of a a, 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 what do you call it to it? You know, people like to. You a know. sick side of it. Yeah. So there's even like fan art that's a little sick. You know what I mean? But the the these, so it's basically guys with hooves on on all fours with the horse. No, it's mouth. not guys. It's all the it's all the horses. That's what I'm saying. They're not attracted. There's nothing sexual about it. It's just that they like the show. They like well, the principles. You threw me off because you. I made. I'll try to, to make it clear. Yeah, yeah. That these people that are were just. Heterosexual. Just regular, yeah, yeah, they're just heterosexual okay. guys that just, you know, there's not, I mean, there might be homosexual guys too, I don't know, but for the most part, it's not about that. It's like that they like the show, and they're into the values and all that. Now the creators know, so the creators start throwing Easter, it's like Spongebob, people start, they start throwing Easter eggs in. So there's a whole episode that's almost like The Big Lebowski. So they do this weird shit because they, stuff, because they know people are going to be, uh, watching it as well with their kids. So there's a whole now this fan base of dudes that are our age that like really like the values of the show. You got to watch it. Netflix brony. So what do you call a, a guy who likes Care Bears? A Carrie? I don't know if that's that's really cool. A Berries? No, that's Care Bears. Stairs. St- Care Bears stare. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. But it came out hey, of that's their belly. Full that disclosure. I saw that movie in the theater in like 85 or whatever that was. The I didn't Care Bears see it in the, the movie. I didn't see it. it was on HBO when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, and with the crazy thing in the book that was really scary and the kid was getting sick because the thing in the book was talking to him and sucking his soul out. I mean, uh, that was some I heavy just, stuff. I just remember that 
they said stare, but it came out of their bellies. Yeah, and they would do. I mean, they, that's fun. That's something Superman you want your it kids, came out of his eyes. Yeah. Like, Superman had a stare. Yeah, he see, but he wouldn't say, you yeah. know, Superman stare. No, he didn't have to. Yeah, he didn't. He just did it. He was lucky he didn't need command powers. Yeah. Because some people do. Yeah. Some superheroes do. Like, who was it? Uh, have to say stuff like the, um, the guy with like Simone Chop. He would have oh, to do the chop. Or like, uh, um, he'd have the. Samson and Goliath, and you yes. get the bars yeah. together. When you know, twin powers, when, unite! Activate. I'll be a bucket of water. Yeah, 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 like, yeah he yeah. always on the the brother was on the short end of the stick on that. Well, you know, like I want to be the bear this time. No, yeah, no, you're the man. ice pick. Yeah, I'm like, the, oh, I'm the majestic on. grizzly bear. Like he was like he never got a cool part. Well, all After back a then, while, it was all kind of sad, and you know, and they never got confused. Like form of grizzly bear, <laughs> form of grizzly bear. They never no, thought bro, that. you. Don't get to be the bear this time. Well, I've already turned into it. Yeah. So what are you going to do about it? I'm a bigger grizzly bear than you. Yeah. Like they never got into a spat. He was always elements and she was always an animal. So it it ends up being, well, yeah. How much of those shows can you go back and watch? You ever try to like, it's like the A-Team. I love it in my head as a kid, but then when I go back and watch it, I can't get past like two episodes. It's like chocolate. Eat a box of chocolate. For me, Incredible Hulk, I can watch from start to finish. That's different. Incredible Hulk is a great show. I can go start to finish. Because Bill Bixby, those shows were. Him and Lou were phenomenal. Yeah, those shows were really. But there's other. Like Knight Riders and ATMs. Like, it's a good concept, but each show is. uh, Like, I like MacGyver. Uh, you know, there's stuff like Kojak and all this shit. You, you never realize how many, how much of the A team was a musical montage. Yeah, of them just putting stuff together. together. Of hands, uh, random yeah. hands that don't match. And then everybody would, they'd shoot those wooden, they look like AKs, but they yeah. were wooden rifles with the banana clip. And then everyone would get out. It'd be like G.I. Joe. The car would flip over, the people would get out. They'd be yeah. shooting people, nobody would get shot. Yeah. You know, people would always parachute out of the plane before it blew up. And, uh, That's true. The only guy who ever got shot in GI Joe, I think, was Cobra. He got shot in the arm or something. Uh, Cobra Command. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's another movie that went. Yeah. So yeah, that's GI Joe the movie. Yeah. So nowadays, the state of affairs you're saying of the movie industry has got you perplexed or a little annoyed. Well, because, I just don't know if I'm ever going to go back. Like w- w- because, because you're saying okay, you can here's pay. a perfect example. Like, um, uh, what was it? Quiet Place. Yeah. Okay. The, or the first one or the second one? First one, uh, I missed it in the movies. But um, those good. I haven't seen. Those. I saw it on when it came out on, on iTunes, and then uh, Quiet Place Two. As soon as it came out, it was on streaming. I got it. Yeah, and um, that was something I wanted to see. Now I was like, I kind of like having the choice. Then uh, I went and saw. Uh, it was like uh, it was a dragons movie or monster movie in the theater, and uh, well, Godzilla King Kong. You saw that. I saw it the day it came out on streaming, but then. Couldn't wait to get in to see it in movie theater. Do people know that you, your affinity? I mean, the other night on Gutfeld, he did a funny thing where you rampaging as uh, yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla yeah, you know, that was pretty cool. and then you it made you crack a smile. Yeah, yeah you got me there. Yeah, because I'm a huge Godzilla. You're a huge Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla and Incredible Hulk are my two favorites. That should be something. That's a podcast right there. Yeah. I was talking about the origins of the Incredible Hulk, and and you know that why I mean that's a ki- as a kid watching something like the Incredible Hulk, it's like I don't know if we have that nowadays. No, because we don't. You know what it is, and it's it was the values. Yes. It, all the cartoons and all the TV shows had the same message at the end, is that the guy who does right wins at the end. Well, cartoons actually... G.I. Joe, and at the end of G.I. Joe, the guy would they would give you a message each week. Well, they would. there were stipulations, and some of the some of the, the censors would say, if you're going to have G.I. Joe, like 23 minutes of shooting in action and whatever, the end, if to, to, to revert that, they would say you have to do a, uh, like a PCA, a TSA. 
Right, yeah, and they would, uh, and then they would PSA, show up in, and knowing's half the battle. Yeah, gee, I, I still remember that to this yeah, day. All that stuff of yeah. like, you know, don't don't spray paint your bike in the garage with the door down. No, yeah. no, I know, I'm getting lightheaded. So like, they would have to. So that's why at the end of He Man, you'd have also like, you know, today Orko went up there, and but which is realize. crazy because He Man didn't have fight scenes. No, but they would uh, still every once in a while. You know, it was like triclops or trapdoor would do like a forward roll, and that'd be it. That'd be it. And you'd see that same animation, that rotoscope of the guy yeah. running at the camera. And it, it was a thing where they couldn't like there was something going on where they couldn't couldn't sell toys on TV, say. And then they suddenly realized when they were selling G.I. Joe, they said, you know what we'll do is we will sell it was something like we will sell a comic book instead. So they would they would animate, and that would be the, the commercial, the cartoon would be the toy commercial, or something well, like that. Well, even He-Man, when you got, got the toy, it. it was a comic book behind yeah. the character. And that's how the He-Man was really fleshed out, was because they would include those comic books that had that and backstory. And the comic books were vicious. They were awesome. Because they did they not would, match the, movie, the TV show. Yeah, because they would team up with Marvel or DC, especially Marvel. Marvel had G.I. Joe and all that. So if you read their comic books, it was very different, a little more mature, a little more action. There's huge people who have fan that are big fans well, and of this is to my point don't you dare touch that dial and if you do have a dial you need an upgrade we'll be right back venom yes comes out venom as, too. as of this podcast recording yeah, yeah and um i loved venom one I, I think tom hardy's probably the most underrated actor of our generation fabulous. Yeah, yeah him is bane oh uh, i've yeah I, I it's my i never thought anything would take away the joker as my favorite character sure. but that bane character yeah. I, I do more. I'm like, oh yes, I, I did a whole movie where I pretended to be him, and the director didn't catch it till like the last day. He's like, you know, you act like Bane a lot on set, and I'm like, ah oh, yes, I was wondering what would break first. You know, like victory has defeated you. Who says that? Who gives a compliment I mean, in the middle of a fight? Hardy's good. He he was in that movie Bronson about that yep. English. He had the two twins. Uh, the two twins movie. Yeah, he's, he's fabulous. Well, I mean, pick one. Uh, he's not Mad good. Max. In. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, so. I'm excited because I'm like, oh, going to stream Venom when I get home. The new one, yeah. And they're like in theaters only. And I was irate. Yeah. Like it didn't take long for me to be mad that I couldn't stream Venom. But with, with, if they with came my at travel you, schedule, yeah, you I'm heated because now I'm like trying to pick a day to where I can go see Venom. But uh, now would they get you if they said after the second week, okay, pay 50 bucks and you can stream? Would you pay a little more to, to have that convenience come back now? For my favorite movies? Yeah. Yeah. And you see all the you've seen you're up to date with all the superhero movies right actually i'm behind on the last two marbles the new one that came out i haven't seen that one yet i haven't seen snake eyes yet i didn't see snake eyes yet. I, they, they been, messed been, with his origin story so i've been doing uh yeah like him and storm shadow were like best friends or something yeah they messed it up you know they because they want to appeal to the to the, the eastern market so they right. kind of made it a little more like they're in the Chinese same dojo and, yeah, yeah you know which i think they were but i i don't i don't believe he was asian Chinese, no. I think he was American. You know, he was, a, think oh, I was American. That's why he covered his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, was, there was something going on. You yeah. know, uh, but you know, it's just even those Transformers movies. I mean, that, those were my stuff Brutal. back then. And Brutal. it's like the watching them, so much better. Yeah, and it's it's weird saying that because they why change it up? You can't tell. I saw one of them in IMAX, and I can't see what the heck's going on, and no. I don't know who the heck's who. No. except Optimus is red. Bumblebee's yellow, and that's all I know. Everybody yeah, else, I can't the, tell who the hell it really, is. They really, with the Decepticons, they really just didn't care. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, they, they shock, look, uh, Shockwave, who was literally a giant gun, yep. all of a sudden was riding around in a worm. Yep. I mean, they just, they just, the Starscream was like interchangeable. Yeah. He was the main character. The voices character. were all different. Yeah. You know they, I mean? But they tried to do Starscream. Yeah. Which, I, which, which was, was Chris cool. Lotto, a guy who yeah. died in the 90s. He, he also did Cobra Commander's yeah, voice. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they didn't even bring, uh, what's his name back to, uh, to do Frank Welker to do uh, Megatron, who also did Soundwave. Right. They got Peter Cullen, who did Optimus. But they made the guy from the Matrix movies and the the Lord of the Rings. He played Megatron, which I didn't like. It's like I remember if you're going to bring 
Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime and his voice back. Bring the bad guy back. You know, Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah, bring him yeah. back. But by the second movie, they got him to do Soundwave. But he wasn't doing Megatron. And he's a guy, Frank Welker, who you know from everything. I mean, he's the Scream in Search of Spock. He's um, uh, Stripe and Gremlins. And he's, he's Frank, uh, uh, I met, Fred from um, Scooby-Doo. I met the voice of... Um, Scooby, right? Scooby and Scrappy and everybody. Scott Ingus. Yeah. yeah. Really nice guy. He did Shaggy to Scooby. Yep. And he he did it from the early 2000s into like 2011 or 12. And you're in a Scooby movie for for the... that's amazing. Yes, I was. And how did they get you? How did you? How what was the prep? How uh, was what was the prep oh, of turning easy. into did, a cartoon character? Um, did you have to go the, into a machine? No, I. Um, we it was in the recording studio just like this. No, the only thing no. I asked, the only thing I asked when, and they're like, "Hey, we got a spot for you in the Scooby Doo movie." I'm like, "Yes, holy poop! May I please eat sandwiches and pizza with Scooby and?" Uh, Shaggy, yeah, because I always like that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and then they take so, the sandwich. The yeah, they do a lot. I Scooby, just do that. Scooby Doo was so my show they growing do, up. So what do they do? What every scene I'm in that's not a fighting scene, You're eating. I have a sandwich in my hand and I'm eating. Completely not the look I was going for, <laughs> but like. Everyone's on the, you watch the movie back, everyone's on the apron practicing, I'm eating a sandwich with Santino. But you know what? It was, and what year is that? That's like 2011? Yeah. Eight, yeah. Uh, nine? 13. 2013. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. What's it called? Scooby-Doo in the... Do you know Scooby the- in the WrestleMania mystery. That's so cool. Yep. I got beat up by the, the giant bear. But I, I went in fighting. I no wonder why you were talking about the giant bear before. Yeah. The grizzly. But, but that was fun. I saw that in the movie theater. Yeah. Which that's was great. Cool. I've seen. I've had the opportunity to see a few movies I've done in the movie theater, which yeah. is kind of cool when you're a movie guy. Yeah. The only problem is, is that I hate the sound of my voice. Yeah. So I'm just and I'm cringing, waiting for people to go. Oh, that sucked. Yeah. This guy sucked. Yeah. So uh, you know you have those issues, but I just the way movies have changed. I I don't think the streaming thing is going away, and I think the movie theaters are slowly becoming obsolete unless it's like. The dinner theater. Yeah. Because you go out for dinner and yeah. watch a movie. Yeah, like an I Alamo love. draft house. We does. have the movie tavern where I live, and I, I love it. My I, problem with that is I used to go to Alamo, and, and I realized you have to go see a movie you know like a cult classic when you go. Because for me, the movie starts. I'm trying to watch the movie. For me, you know, yeah. when I go to a movie theater, like that's like church for me. And then like the movie is the sermon. Like I want yeah. everyone to be quiet. We're going to watch the movie. We're going to like listen, pay attention. And then when... The movie starts. I'm looking for the guy to bring me my straw because oh, he brought a drink. To, they're supposed to do that before it starts. Yeah, yeah I'm looking for. Uh, you know, that's why you get my, there early. You can't be late. Order the food. Problem. You order. That's I'm, a pet peeve of mine. You go up. to the bar if you're late. Yeah, I got my hand up and I'm looking like he brings me my burger and he don't bring me ketchup. You know, it's like, so I have to. And then every, every yeah. person that's coming to me is a new person. I right. can't have the same. And there's a plot twist. And then the I'm not. And your, I'm not paying attention yeah. and I'm missing the movie because I'm looking for salt. You know, something like that. I live by a strict code. If if you get it before the movie starts, it's yours. If you don't get it before the movie starts. It's not meant to be. Because I'm not you're a smart yeah, man, Tyrus. Yes, yes, smart I'm, man. I'm just, no, I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, only thing worse too is late, that, too late. Is that the check, my kids the are obsessed with pushing the button. Oh, and so I'm like, oh, no, don't push the button. They'll come. Like, like, like it's gonna they're gonna kidnap one yeah. of them. I just because uh, I'm the same way when it comes to my movies. I mean, so. I did one of the last movies I saw in the theater before all this started was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I saw that in a in a kind of place that was a, like a booth right. where me and my wife sat down and, it, and we ordered, and it was amazing. You could put your you know feet up, and it was like almost like it was almost like yeah, I was like really in a, nice, like a strip chairs, club, or, you know, yeah. like with a, a well, private know, booth. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little weird, awkward to make. I but, you know. speculate. I, so it's just so I think I agree with what you're saying now. That I think that going forward, streaming and 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 movies on demand. 
the man are here to stay. Um, I think, sadly, the movie theater is going to become uh, irrelevant. Like the drive-in? Yeah, or like going to see a play on, you know, either on Broadway or like a traveling play that you see somewhere. And you're going to see big movies like a Star Wars, the fan base, stuff like, a, like right. you know, all that kind of stuff. But also now it's, it's the, there's so much out there. You know, there's so much streaming content. I think the content is canceling each other out. So now it's like there's so much. I mean, you think about all the a la carte shows or channels. You got to pay for Apple. You got to pay for Netflix. You got to pay for Prime. You got to pay for Hulu. You got to pay for this plus. You got to pay for Disney plus. You got to pay for that plus. And then all of a sudden you got more money on top of your cable bill. And it's like, you know, so it's kind of hard now. They're all trying to throw stuff out. And everybody's like, how do you watch all these shows that are coming out? You don't. That's, or yeah, you, you should really pick. You shouldn't bu- you know, binge the whole weekend away. Go get outside and, and play. And that's not, I'm getting to an age in my life where I'm like, you know, I'm sitting down watching six hours of a show. Should I really be doing this, or should I be no, going outside? You really shouldn't. We all should. We all need to get outside. Yeah, and, and do something fun. Early, yeah, get the get the get the legs and arms moving. Well, I can sit around and talk about movies forever with you. you know, know, typically, I can. Yeah, we yeah. always do. But um, you know, thanks so much for coming in today and, and shooting. Shooting the proverbial stuff yeah, about thank this you. movie thing. I don't know if we solved the riddle of the streaming, but it looks like we're both, no matter what it is, if it's a movie, chances are we're going to watch it. And the, my uh, my book that came out in June, Morris P.I., yes, yeah, that which, was a script that I wanted to make into a movie, but I turned it into a book with the hope of turning it back into a movie one day, and that's kind of like an Indiana Jones. That is a great subplot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and It's um, a 40s kind where of can, gotta, Where can viewers get this if they want to get uh, it? My, both my books, that and uh, Blood in the Streets was basically a 70s cop movie or on Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, anything like that, audiobook, uh, paperback, ebook, audiobook. And, uh, Where can fans <clears throat> find you on social media? Uh, Dion Baia, and uh, you can get me on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I have a podcast called Saturday Night Movie Sleepovers with Tyrus. Which I'm on. on there. Check that episode yeah, out. Yeah, and that's fun because we just cover a movie a week, and we cover all the stuff. We just about this whole podcast. You yeah. know, we do an episode on a movie, and we look at it lovingly. We don't make fun of the movie because, in my mind, everybody's yeah, movie is someone's favorite movie. Yeah, that's you not, know? yeah. You shouldn't trash the work anyway. Yeah, and that's the thing. This world we're in, I think the big problem with it is we gotten too cynical people, over the past well, twenty years. The comedy, no ex- life experience to have all the wisdom. Yeah, and that's just redonkulous, you know. But um, all right, well, thank you for having me over the house. Anytime, man. For more podcasts like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Did I have a stroke and no one told me? <laughs> for more, for more, for You're more still waking podcasts up. You're still like this, up. Uh, my arm. <laughs> for more podcasts like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. He's Dion. I'm Tyrus. Yep. Kate's on the one and twos. Enough said. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.